Hello everyone and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes and I'm joined by my co-host Demetrius. Hello in the post-meridian. And Saeed. Shout out Mike Hawk. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Hawk, I think is the correct the correct yes, way to address him mr hawk we're carrying over is is uh we're carrying over the is he the cousin of ben dover oh my god <laughs> yeah ben ben's the homie ben. hey i've known him from way back too oh, good guy man. i'm not even going to say the one that came to my mind after that but if if you don't oh, you know, know do you know you about nick oh i don't i'm not i'm not i'm not doing that <laughs> one you're, you're not kidding me you're not kidding me but everyone if you don't get what saeed was referencing go back Listen to our Chainsaw Man reaction episode. Hey, guys, we gave them two episodes last week. How about that, huh? How about that? That's a post-episode 100 world we're living in, huh? Indeed. Yeah, Yeah. content creation, content creation. But yeah, if you don't get what Saeed was kind of referencing a little bit, go back, listen to our Chainsaw Man episode. You'll have a good time, especially if you've read Chainsaw Man. Um, There are spoilers in there. But you can tell we're kind of in high spirits right now. And the reason we are in high spirits is, uh, first of all, you know, we're uh, ambassadors for Kill the Crooks. So you can go to killthecrooks.com, use code BBOP15 to get 15% off of your order on some anime clothes. Saeed, I saw you wearing your new uh, clothes Today. from their drop. Huh? Yeah, they're goons. Line. Yeah, I wanted to get some of that, but they sold that, out. That white tee is, uh, yeah, that white tee is really nice. Yeah, I might, I might see if I can. It looks kind of comfy. I might, I might it see. It is real comfy. So yeah, it's a little, there, it's a little pricey stuff, but... Hey, Bebop 15 gets you 15% off, and that goes a long way, and it supports the show. But we're all, um, we're also in, you know, I slid that in there in the beginning, get it out of the way. Uh, we're also in high spirits because we've been doing a favorite pastime of ours. And that has been, you know, going over some ridiculous top 10 lists that people will put out on various websites. Like CBR.com, Screen Rant, ComicBook.com, a bunch of different websites. We'll just get a bunch of freelance writers, nothing against them, can't knock the hustle, and they'll have them write just some ridiculous articles. But hook us up if anything. Yeah, I yeah. Make money if bro. You we used to we it. used to write articles. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We probably have more experience than some of these people. Uh, but we actually found one that I took in down by Viz. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, but we uh uh-huh. that that means it's official. It is. The, none of these people have been taken down by Viz. Uh, but I don't think Viz really cares about what some of these people are saying based off what we've been reading. Uh, again, not trying to not trying to hurt them. <laughs> but we found an actual kind of serious one that we thought would make for uh, an interesting interesting episode. So I've seen the list. I have my thoughts on the list. But for this, Demetrius and Saeed have not seen the list. The list I am referencing. How many times can I say the list in the last 30 seconds? Uh, it is 10 anime really? villains who say did... Five times fast. It's the, no, I'm not, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> 10 anime villains who did the right thing. In particular, this list is taking an anime villain, and instead of saying they were in the right for the series, like how some people might argue that, you know... Light might have been doing the right thing in the beginning of Death Note by killing all the criminals or whatever. Instead of that, instead of some some overarching thing, it takes a villain, it takes a moment, and it puts the villain kind of in that moment saying they did the right thing. 
I'm going to add an additional layer to this as we go through it and include, you know, if it makes the character redeemed that they did that right thing. Just something to think about a little extra adding that because of how Ooh, specific this list is. Spice. Yeah, a little spice because this list is kind of specific. Uh, so I want to add that little overarching thing for discussion's sake. So we're going to hop right into it. Hopefully this list ends up being not as goofy as uh, some of the past lists we've gone over. Check out, I don't remember exactly what number it was, but the title is called like, it's called like clickbait something. Uh, you can go back and check an older episode where we, we reacted to this kind of stuff. But are you guys ready for this list? Yes, yeah. sir. All right. So starting off at number 10, uh, from the series The Seven Deadly Sins, we have the character Zeldris. And his moment is, it's the moment he betrayed the Demon King. Uh, neither of you guys are super up on Seven Deadly Sins, right? Nope. Yeah, so nope. I'm, I'm going to say that uh this did kind of redeem him because I, I did i did i'm up on it i did read it uh demon king was his dad he betrayed his dad all that but not gonna get too deep into it not much to discuss with you guys i think it redeemed the character uh he had a reason to turn on it my issue with seven deadly sins doesn't stem from this it stems from the fact it should have ended a bunch of different times moving on first one for discussion uh number nine from the series let's see if you can guess the character too we have um, My Hero. So what character from My Hero, what villain from My Hero do you think we're going to Stain. talk about? Stain. Stain. Is that his name? Yeah, it's Stain. So the, the character is Stain, okay. Stain. And the moment is going to be when Stain saved Deku from the Nomu. So I'll read what this particular author said real mm. quick. Um, Stain was put in an awkward position towards the end of his vigilante career. I don't know if I would call it a vigilante career because he was a uh, hero killing. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was like, that's not really vigilante in his yeah. own, you know. He's kind of uh, culling people. But uh, moving on from that, when the Nomu attacked the city, he could either save Deku, who had just prevented him from doing his job, which was killing a hero, not being like a traditional vigilante, or he could let him die. But since the latter option would go against his principle... Stain risked his life to strike down the Nomu, and although it did not prevent his arrest moments later, it portrayed him in a much more favorable light, both to the heroes of Japan and to the Stain followers. Thoughts on Stain saving Deku from the Nomu here? I thought, personally, at least from what I've seen from my hero so far, Stain is as close as you get to like the middle line of what an anti-hero would be. So I thought it was... I never really thought Stain was terrible, terrible. Um, right. He was He was kind of just like, his ideology was respectable. You know what I'm saying? Right, he stuck to his ideology. I don't think it was uh, an act of something out of his character. So I wouldn't know if it's redeemable if it's that's just how he is, right? Yeah, I mean, he didn't really side with heroes or villains. He just thought that heroes should be doing it out of the goodness of their heart, basically. Like, they should be serious about what they do, and they shouldn't get paid for what they do. Yeah, I, I agree. Right. I don't think it I don't think it um, changes the fact here that Stain killed a bunch of heroes. But in this situation where we're not talking about, like, a major villain of a completed series, 
uh kind of like you said saeed it does uh it does just it, it feels very in character for him with what he was going for so uh was it the right yeah. thing right. to save deku here yay or nay do you guys it wasn't that? right or wrong it was just what uh, i mean it's just what he did yeah okay stay hey, eight Stain is one of the best things to come out of My Hero Academia, so... Factoid. So, I mean, I can't really hate on him. Alright, so moving on here, we have number 8 from Hunter Hunter. Which character do we think that this is? It better not be Hisoka. Yeah, I was gonna think it's Hisoka, for real. So, we have Meruem. The bubblegum thing. The bubblegum tournament dodgeball thing. No, we have Meruem. And it's when he chose forgiveness over revenge. So this author says, After being when? badly irradiated by Netero's nuclear bomb, Merum was restored stronger than ever by his royal guards. At the pinnacle, at the pinnacle of evolution itself, mm-hmm. he could destroy his remaining enemies mm-hmm. in a final act of revenge. Uh, also, I think it goes without saying, <laughs> we are almost ten minutes in, but this is going to have spoilers in it. Um However, Merum realized, <laughs> yeah, bit. Merum realized he was still poisoned and only had a few more hours to live at most. Therefore, he dismissed the remaining hunters and spent the rest of his time with Komugi. Merum's conscious decision to put humanity over vengeance raises the question of how he would have changed if he had survived. I disagree with the interpretation of what this person thinks Merum's intention was. I don't think he cared about humanity. He literally just cared about the one person that, I guess made him feel more human it gave him humanity but i don't think meruem himself cared about humanity in the grand scheme of things just the one individual but that you can extrapolate the whole humanity interpretation from yeah i like that word but yeah no i agree i agree with saeed like if you look at how meruem treated humanity especially before he met Komugi, you would, even though he did change throughout the course of the arc and as his character grew and he became more human, overall, I don't really think he was a benevolent force for humanity. Right. So the question then becomes, by... uh, He just became more human. By dismissing the remaining hunters, is Meruem's character redeemed based off of this decision? No. No. No, not that. Not that. His his redeeming quality is his relationship with Komugi. That that in itself is what grew his character and gave him the perspective of the more human side, the more, I guess, conscious side of actions and consequences and why people are the way they are type of deal. And even with like disabilities in Komugi's case, you can still be great. You don't have to be the pinnacle of evolution to be the best among living beings, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think, I don't think it covers for the facts, you know, his faults or or bad aspects. I was looking up the definition of redeem, but it doesn't really cover for the things that he's done. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Did he do anything bad? That's what Think I mean. It's, it. it's all perspective, right? Because he was literally born into the world to be a Chimera Ant King. Right. This can all devolve into what is good and what is bad, what is evil, 
But that's from the perspective of whichever side you're on. And that's kind of the core of this article, though, is did they do the right thing? And I think that's going to be what you said. That's actually a good segue into number seven here about uh, thinking about perspective. Number seven is a character from One Piece. There are literal hundreds of these characters. But which quote unquote villain uh, did the right thing? In this case. And I'll narrow down. It is post time skip. Why is Doflamingo coming to my head? Where's it Katakuri? Caesar the Clown? So it is Fujitora. And Fujitora did... Fujitora He's a villain? Did the right thing. Antagonist, mm. I guess. He did the right thing. Well, I'm going by, by the words of the article. Ten anime villains who did the right okay. thing. Uh, Fujitora did the right thing when he allowed Luffy to escape from Dressrosa. After realizing the extent of Dofi's corruption, Fujitora assisted Luffy in halting the birdcage at Dressrosa. Since he was technically siding with a pirate over a warlord of the sea, this was already a selfless decision that put his career as an admiral at risk. However, Fujitora proved even more noble when letting Luffy escape from the country shortly afterwards. While he may still serve the corrupt world government, Fujitora acted with more conscience than any other person in his station would have, and as a result, he prevented what could have been a horrific massacre. Did Fujitora do the right thing when he allowed Luffy to escape just I'm gonna let Saeed take this one first. <laughs> Did Fujitora do the right thing? That's why I said perspective, because from the case of the Marines, Fujitora should have captured Luffy. <laughs> he should have not let him escape. Right. So, in... Putting myself into Fujitora's shoes, he did do the right thing because he stuck to his morals. Because even from the beginning, I disagree with the interpretation that, I guess, Fujitora is a villain. Because mm-hmm. and sided with Dofi for at least, I, I think he was trying to allude to that. But from the beginning, he didn't like Doflamingo. He never liked a Shibukai. I think it was established early on in Dressrosa that he wanted to get rid of the Shibukai in general. He's not a fan of the whole system. He thinks it's corrupt. He knows it's corrupt. He's just doing what he can do as best as he can do to try to fix the system from within. That's established pretty early. That's what he did. And when he came face to face with Luffy at the end, he sensed Luffy. Like, Fujitora's blind if for the people who haven't or aren't too familiar with One Piece. He's a blind, very strong admiral, samurai type figure. And he can sense people better than other people and he sensed luffy's aura i guess and he wished he can see luffy with his own eyes type of deal and he felt luffy was a good person and stuff like that ended up letting them pass so from the marine's perspective as a marine he did the right thing because he stuck to his interpretation of justice that's another thing the whole Thing with the marine the antagonistic force the marines there's so many interpretations of justice and we see it through different characters specifically the admirals like uh aokiji's type of justice is more of a lazy type of justice akainu's is a more harsh and like stern type of justice fujitor's is more i guess like situational the idealized almost. yeah the yeah the visional and more idealized form of justice like I, like the ideal of good and evil, like, I, what's the word? I can't even think. Like morality, almost. Yeah, a more moral type of thing, like doing the right. Just because somebody's labeled a pirate doesn't mean they're bad. 
you have to ju- judge them based on their character, mm-hmm. basically. So is this the first yeah. case where yeah. we disagree with the character being here, actually being a quote unquote villain? Then, one hundred percent, he's not a yeah, villain. he's not a villain. He's an antagonist. Yeah. Sure, he's an antagonistic force. Because uh, my teaching. Because even the first introduction, yeah, the first introduction, Luffy and him got along. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna really break this down and go from the Oxford Dictionary definition of villain. Um, yeah, I was gonna say think, we've talked about this before, and I think there's a good and time. I think a lot of people get them confused. It, it's a good time to bring this up because the other ones we could consider villains, right? Uh, the other, the other people on this list we could consider to be uh, villains here in uh, Merum Stain. And, I mean, Zeldris, maybe. But uh, by definition, all right, and again, this is the Oxford, Oxford definition, a villain is in a film, novel, or play, extended to story, that type of deal, a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. Evil is included in the definition of villain. So in this case, Fujitora would not agree, agree or disagree. Fujitora would not be a villain in this case. He's not a villain. Okay, there we go. And in a similar vein, nope, I imagine I imagine number six is going to be a quick talk through here, because um, Demetrius, I think you watched this show. Saeed, you didn't. <laughs> Uh, Akame got kill. We have Wave. You remember who Wave is? Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, he was like copy and paste MC basically. Yeah, he was like copy and paste MC, but instead of being an assassin, he was serving the Empire. So Wave's quote yeah, unquote he was, villain. He was, other, he was the other side. His his villain of doing the right thing moment was when he conquered his superstition and stopped the Empire. Uh, when the Emperor attacked with a massive mech, Wave huh? made a choice to assist Tatsumi rather than oppose him, and by working together, the two young men minimized the already high death toll. think it is important to note this is talking about the anime Akamega Kill, not the manga Akamega Kill, which is slightly different. Um, slightly better. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the manga is slightly better. Yeah. Um, yeah, the manga is slightly better. Not the anime, oh my god. I, don't, I wouldn't call him a villain Ooh. either. You know? A bit of a train wreck. He's not really a villain because if you look at it, this goes back to the whole interpretation. Like, so light L light Yagami from death note is technically the villain, but he's also the protagonist. And in this case, in this case, even though, even though, uh, the, the main character Tatsumi joins a gang of assassins, technically they're doing a very wrong thing. Mm. by by killing people the empire is just as guilty because they killed a ton of people um but wave isn't a villain and i think he's more like he's more like a he's more like a he's almost like flipping a coin you know what i'm saying like they're two sides of the same coin they both want to be they both want to do the right thing. It's just almost that circumstance put them on different sides. And I think, again, it goes back to the definition that we just read where it had to have evil intentions, actions, or motives, right? Um, right. Evil actions or motives. Wave as a character, so he essentially he works for the Empire. He goes around 
trying to hunt down this evil assassin group. Essentially, you know, it's it's one of those cases that you see in real life people arguing, like, is somebody evil when within their own society they're doing the right thing or they're doing what they've been ordered to do right like he has been ordered to hunt down and kill this group of assassins that is killing individuals and the moment he realizes the empire is also in the wrong he flips and switches and sides with the people he's been hunting i i think the evil action and evil motive here doesn't really exist for him you know like sub right. like subjectively from our main character's point of view his actions are uh they they oppose they diametrically oppose our main cast but i don't think there's anything inherently mm -hmm. evil about it so i think this is another case where like if you if you go into other characters in a comic got kill in a lot of the story writing in that manga has characters on both sides who are quote unquote good and or evil mm -hmm. because that crazy justice girl with her dog yep um she was kind like she was extreme radical justice like she was like purge it all and it was like okay i understand what you're trying to say but your actions are in a sense evil you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying I'd versus someone you had like wave or other people that kind of had like their intention was like to do they the had right a more they want to do more right gray interpretation yeah yeah it's like a gray interpretation of what good and evil is and you saw good and bad in both although i will say this is probably the first character on the list whose actions do redeem the pro who's who's quote unquote did the right thing moment redeemed the uh quote unquote villainous activity earlier on when wave who had been hunting down our merry band of assassins realizes they're right and sides with them and helps them take down the empire like that that uh yeah, it has a redeemable it, it's a redeemable not a villain but redeemable yeah it's not a villain so this is again a, a character that's not a villain but his do the right thing moment redeems his character awakens the worldview that type of thing that brings us to the top five i don't think we're gonna have anything to talk about this one it is dorian from baki uh, showing restraint after realizing his own paradoxical existence. I'm not going to get into this. I'm not huge into Baki. Neither of you guys are big into Baki, right? It is Do Hold on. Is Dorian... Is he like the Russian the Russian son? Dorian is the... Uh, he was the escaped convict. Is he the other son of Yujiro? He's the, no, he's the escaped convict guy. White hair, big beard. Eh, I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. If, if you like Baki, Baki, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but I, I used I'm to not... watch it like the the OG yeah o the OG Baki. OG I checked out a bit but I'm not versed enough kind of weird though he kissed to... his mom or his mom kissed him yeah weird. <laughs> I'm not versed <laughs> I'm enough. telling you guys the Wait, truth it's real the, didn't the creator's daughter the creator of Baki isn't his daughter a mangaka I think his daughter made B stars yeah I think it's B stars I think it's B stars or daughter oh, wow. or son made B stars whoever son maybe yeah b stars person is gonna be at otakon i by the actually way. don't know b stars mangaka is gonna be at otakon <laughs> oh really oh, yeah that's pretty cool um that's or no no good. not the mangaka the person doing the anime i just saw they put an announcement out where they're like the director of b stars or it might have been director uh, is taking a break from working on season three to stop by um but yeah i'm not versed enough in oh, baki wow. if this makes sense to you 
If Dorian showing restraint after realizing his own paradoxical existence makes sense to you, comment below. Let us know. Uh, but we're moving on to number four. And number four is going to be um, a Naruto character. Any? Is it Itachi? It better it's not, not be. It's not like Itachi. The big O guy. No. Is it Obito? No. Madara? No. Huh? Not Orochimaru? Not Orochimaru. This, Kabuto? This is going to be Nagato. After he restores oh. all of Konoha at the cost of his life. Does it redeem him? Nope. Nah, he did some <laughs> terrible things. So, so this, he should have stuck to his guns. I yes, wish sir. he didn't do that. <laughs> so this says, after his six paths were honest, defeated, Pain and Naruto met in person. Despite the villain's attacks, Naruto appealed to his humanity and the teachings of their late mentor Jiraiya. Touched by these words, Nagato, or Nagato, used his Rinnegan to restore the lives of everyone in Konoha. However, his body had already been pushed past its limit, and as a result, he used his final breath to correct what could have been the worst catastrophe in the entire series. Thoughts? Hated that. I I thought it was like a literal cop-out, because... For once, you saw the ramifications of like a major villain literally pulling up and destroying the whole village, Mm -hmm. killing a lot of favorite characters. That was savage. Um, Headshotting Kakashi with the nail, bro. Yeah, that was yeah, that stuff hurts, dude. And I was like, "How is this real? Like, what what's going on?" And then you know, for it to be like, "Oh, J.K. Jutsu Undone," it was kind of, I don't know. And it was it was not it, it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and Jirai doesn't come back. It kind of felt weird. And it doesn't redeem him. He's still he was still the leader of the Akatsuki which decimated the tail beasts and killed who knows how many people. They're a terrorist organization. Basically, yeah. No, that doesn't redeem him. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't feel like part of his character. Like it didn't feel in line similar to how we said that uh like Fujitora letting Luffy go was a very Fujitora thing to do, right? Um, mm-hmm. Stain saving Deku was a very Stain thing to do. Uh, Pain bringing everyone back to life d- d- didn't really. That was a lot of the. I feel like that's the ultimate kind of Naruto Takno Jutsu moment that people point to. Right. That's yeah. The, one of the that's biggest the one issues we point with Naruto to. villains. Yeah. The... He was talked into saying, "Oh, these things that this ideology I've had for decades." The sixteen-year-old boy talked me out of it. Oh, uh, yeah, he's right. Oh, yeah, I was I like, that's not that's not how the real world works at all. It's like he never thought of it that way. I can't I can't believe he didn't think about it in that perspective before and decided, nah, what I'm doing is right over the things that Naruto just told me. It would feel that can't more be the first legit. time he heard that. Yeah, it would feel more legit if Nagato was almost more bitter by hearing him say, like, Oh, you think you're big enough to take on all the hate of the world? Okay. Take on this hate. But here's the thing that kills me about all this. This article also says that uh, Naruto made sure to appeal to his humanity uh, by mentioning the teachers of their late mentor, Jiraiya. Uh, this man killed Jiraiya? <laughs> so, like, that would mean anything. Yeah, I was like, him, he, right? uh, killed, he, he, he murdered Jiraiya. Right? And he doesn't bring him back. So, not only are Jiraiya's down, teachings, bro. the teachings of Bruh. the man that he killed... From a 16-year-old boy, enough to snap him. Piped him down raw. I'm not responding to that. Nope. Let's keep. Let's keep moving. (laughs) Not only. Not only did these teachings. He had six. Not only did these teachings. The gang 
Bang dog. Oh my bro. god. I know gang pipe. I'm trying to talk here. I'm trying to not have this <laughs> be a thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to not have this be a thing. It's funny. They ran a train on it's him, bro. It's funny, <laughs> bro. What did Saeed say in our uh, video games episode? Ran a train on those zombies way back in the day. When he was oh, talking yeah, about Call yeah, of Duty. Yeah. Uh, anyways, That's it's, what it was called, though. This Jiraiya, this Jiraiya thing, this teachings of Jiraiya coming from Naruto doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think it redeems his character at all. The fact that he doesn't even bring Jiraiya back. <laughs> Come on. And then, side note, because Jiraiya is one of my favorite characters... They come up with that whole stupid stuff about Jiraiya not being able to be revived during the Ninja War because his DNA was uh, too hard to get. Hello? It's like bull crap, dog. Like, how many people have been dead for like 200, 300 years? How'd you get their DNA? They're coming hmm? back and they were like, oh, the kunai or the thing with his blood on it was at the bottom of this lake. We couldn't go get it. You know how cool his frogs didn't have some of his clothes or something? Come yeah, on th- can I Can I interject here for a second? Go ahead. And. Uh-huh and say that naruto has a very interesting plot hole that they introduced um when orochimaru brought back the first two hokages didn't he say he had he needed like dead bodies to do it yeah but then in the great war that's like oh we just brought him back like or did kabuto literally just kill 100 people probably probably that one but hey look forward to the episode where we break down things that bug us in different anime featuring Everyone forgiving Orochimaru and Kabuto and putting them in charge of an orphanage once Naruto becomes Hokage. Such Why a put bad Orochimaru, idea. the person, never mind. Anyways, yeah, we'll get to that. anyways, moving on to number three on our list of villains that decided to do the right thing. We have a character from Kill la Kill. Any uh, thoughts, anybody? Thoughts, anybody on what character we have? Oh, it's it's Eyebrow Girls, uh, Kiryuin. Yeah, it's uh, Kiryuin Satsuki. Satsuki. When she betrayed her mother to, quote-unquote, according to this person, save the world. Uh, Kiryuin Satsuki. Very high cool. Very cool scene. Oh, very, very awesome scene. Caught me off guard, to be honest with you. Super caught me off guard when I watched it. This is one I think I can agree with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because this was also, I think the difference here um, was this was also the twist that ended up making sense. Like, the, right. the quote-unquote betrayal was something that had been set up throughout the whole... Like, if you rewatch it and stuff, with the thought in your mind that Satsuki was setting up this betrayal from the start, that that I think that justifies maybe some of the stuff she was doing, right? So, in particular, talking... For the most part. In, in particular, talking about, like, making these uniforms, giving them to the students... Because she was trying to train up a force strong enough to essentially take her mom on, who was the ultimate villain of the series. So, uh, in this case, I'd say, pretty thoughts from you guys. I think it's pretty simple. Like, uh, maybe you can argue she's not a villain because her motivations actually this whole time were to take down the villain. It was just the way, it wasn't an evil intention, it was the way she was just going about it. Uh, Again... A situation similar to, I call it the Last Jedi situation, where if she had just, you know, uh, told uh, good old Ryuko that she was about to fight her mom, (laughs) a lot of that series would have been solved. But hey, it is what it is. is. Her mom was sus, dog. Yo, her mom was kind of hot, though. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
Hmm. Kind of sus. Theme what song are you talking about? Banger, oh, dude. Yeah, what was it Blum Blumcrons? Blumencrons? Blumencrons? Blumencrons, yeah. Means like a crown of flowers in German. Look it up. It's B L U M E N K R A N Z. And in particular, the the regular song is awesome by Hiroyuki Sawano. But there is the lyrics are in German. There is a version by someone called Falcon or Falcon. It's the German for Falcon. F A L K K O N. Uh, Demetrius, it's who I sent the Dragon Ball like rock covers from. His version of Blumenkrantz mm-hmm. with because in the show the vocalist of course is Japanese, so she's trying to sing German words in German. as a Japanese person. Falcon got an actual German person to sing it, and it sounds incredible. So I mean, check that out. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a pretty easy one to uh, agree with. I think I think you can appreciate that a little more. Giving you another little tidbit about Wes, I think you can appreciate that a little more because you lived in Germany for yes, a little bit, yes, right? Yes, I did. I did live in Germany for a bit, and yes, Kiryu Insatsuki is a who. She is a she's a waifu, if I do have to say so myself. Oh, you like those eyebrows, huh? Dude, mm-hmm. y- you know what it is, dude. They're nice, nice and bushy, nice and bushy eyebrows. You know. Oh God. Defined. No comment. <laughs> uh, but anyways, number two, we're at the final. Um, here's here's number two, and our villain is going to be from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, in particular, I'll give you guys the part. It's going to be from part two. Any thoughts? Part two. Yes. Wamu. Hey, Demetrius got it. So. Our villain is Let's Wamu, go. which I think we can both agree, or we all three of us can agree, it is Wamu is a villain. Uh, and yeah. his yeah. his moment of doing now this is this one's kind of a stretch. <laughs> his moment of doing the quote unquote right thing is when he would not let anyone interfere in his duel with Joseph. Uh, I mean, that's not really like the right thing. That's, I, that's like a warrior yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was very in character for him, but I think this is the first one where we can be like, it's not, there were like, there was no right or wrong thing in the situation. He was a villain that Joseph had to beat, but his character was just. There's so many villains that do this though. Yeah, no, nah, nah. Yeah. His character so was very not, much like 1v1. This is a very villainous, this is a villain trope. Yeah. There's two type of villain tropes. Is this type into the complete opposite where they. Like low key style, like backstab and trickery, mm-hmm. like backstabbing yeah. and trickery, and straight up pride. Those are the yeah. two. Yeah, like I think the right thing here would have been to just, you know, let, let Joseph go to go fight cars. Right, that would have been the right thing in this situation. Uh, but so right. so we have a villain mm-hmm. here, not necessarily doing the right thing. Uh, or the wrong thing in the situation. Love the Pillar Man theme, though. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Pillar Man theme, again. Part 2 music in general. Part 2 JoJo soundtrack. Was amazing. Stroheim's theme? All this is telling me, this, these these past two things, we need to do an episode on music. We have, actually. I thought we did. We I have. We did. But I think it's time we revisit that. So if you all want to yeah. want us to revisit some More anime music? soundtracks, you know, you know, leave a comment. Hit us with the likes. Let us know. But that kind of leads us to our number one so we, we we hit top two now this one is not two digimon. this is you said digimon <laughs> ichiban ichiban oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. Ichiban. ichiban ichiban that's a character from yakuza like a dragon awesome number one um so we have an attack on titan character everybody 
What villain from Attack on is Titan? Is it Aaron Yeager? Did the right thing. It's not Aaron. It's <laughs> Why not do you Aaron. say it like that? You said it like LeBron James. LeBron Aaron Yeager. <laughs> I think Saeed's just... Aaron Yeager's father? I think you're still just uh, scarred from the Crunchyroll Awards. Aaron as best protagonist yes. and That's best antagonist. Like like... Yeah. Yes. Um, go back and listen to those, villain too. A little outdated. One is of those. Kenny? It's not Kenny. It is. Demetrius, you have a guess before I... Uh... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the you Beast said Titan. Villain that's redeemed. Not the Beast Titan. It's a villain uh, that did the right thing. A villain that did the right thing. A villain that did the right thing. And then from there, thing. we'll say if it redeemed his actions are... before this event. His actions... His actions, Reiner. It is Reiner, Demetrius. Nice. Gets Wamu and hey man, Reiner. I, put me on a game show. So put this is so this is Reiner when he saved humanity from Aaron. That is literally what it is. Mm. I was like, is that manga spoiler? It's. I guess you could say reading this, it is. Um, it's it's n- not necessarily manga spoiler. Um. It's Reiner, essentially this like, do person. Do they mean like him fighting against? Aaron yeah, yeah. It's. I was like, they mean like part four. They're, right? they're, yeah, it's pretty much part they, four yeah. anime stuff. I'll say the end of this person's description does have manga spoiler, so I'll avoid what Reiner yeah, ha- does in the manga. But most of this person's description is talking about how Reiner decided to fight against Aaron Yeager uh, after Aaron, you know, sought to annihilate the people, um, and you know, began the rumble. I have thoughts. I have thoughts on this. So I don't personally see Reiner as a villain. That I this the whole yep. perspective thing. Attack yeah. on Titan is like the one of the ideal manga in recent years, where this whole perspective thing is so is really cool to look at because in the perspective of Reiner, Berthold, and all of them from the I forget the name of the island, but. The island with the civilization. Uh, LDL. Their perspective and their brainwashing. Marley. Made, Marley. Yeah, Marley, made yeah. them Marley. the heroes. Yeah, Marley. Made Marley them the heroes. And yeah, they were trying to do the right thing in their head. They thought they were doing good for humanity. Same thing with the uh, Paradise side with Aaron and his crew. They think they're doing the right thing. It's like, a, it's not black and white, it's like gray. So I don't think he's a villain, and I think he's always stuck to his morals for the most part. Even though he Not was straight up crazy for a while. Yeah, his bit. morals did change, but he, whatever his morals are, he sticks to it, even as it's changing. Yeah. It's nothing like some snap yeah. thing out of nowhere. Yeah, no. It's pretty consistent. I, uh, I 100% agree. Um as a number one thing here, like I think this kind of goes to the flawed aspect of this list, which is trying to pick one character who did one quote unquote right thing. Uh, it's just too specific of a situation, especially when a lot of, like you pointed out, a lot of these characters. I was hoping for Griffith. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, Griffith. Ooh. ooh. Uh, uh, when I, I think it's characters just characters of that caliber, like clear villains yeah like type of thing the the flaw in this list is i feel like there's arguments for a, a lot of them reiner there's a lot of great characters Sotsky, on this list, not, not yeah like, yeah like i mean we have our pains 
our uh, Wamus. Uh, let's see Wamu. who else. Meruem. Like you have characters that are pretty, pretty well defined as villains. Even Stain to a degree. Uh, but like Zeldris is an anti-hero. Satsuki can be considered an anti-hero. Fujitora is very morally gray. Um, Reiner. I think that's what makes like a lot of the characters really cool, though. Like they're they're complex. And I think it also goes to show it's just difficult to like put them in a box, you know. Yeah, and I think it goes to show kind of where we're going in anime and manga, right? Like it's harder to have the one set pillar villain anymore, who is purely evil. Um, which again, flaw of this list: most of those set pillar purely evil villains don't ever do the right thing. So maybe making a list of anime villains who did the right thing rather than making a list of anime villains who uh you know who uh were motivated in the their hearts were in the right place or they had a just motivations they just went about it the wrong way i think that is a flaw uh, like to pain this. huh i understood where he was going from pain from naruto <laughs> type of deal his his villain speech made a lot of sense yeah yeah I like those villains, the villains that are clearly villains, but you can kind of say, oh, I kind of get what you're coming from, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it, it kind of interesting list to go through. Um, we do have an option now, boys. We are at the... the, uh, the well, Hold on. I want to oh, say one ahead. more thing. Go ahead. One more thing. The, the other thing, not only with characters getting more like morally complex and, and gray... Where it almost makes sense that they should make a list that says like you know top ten pure evil anime characters mm-hmm. because those are usually that's cut and dry you can tell pretty much yeah like your dos of the straight world straight up evil Frieza yeah. Griffith um, um, Kaguya Kid from Boo. Naruto Kid Buu like they're there you know yeah people people that just have a hankering for destruction and evil mm-hmm. yeah clearly shows in their actions. Yeah, so even even psychopath guy, what was his name? Oh, Makashima. Makashima, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I was like, yo, Liebert. this dude is ooh. Johan Liebert from Monster, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that was kind of a. It was, I I clowned on it a little bit, but it wasn't one of the goofy lists. It wasn't one of the goofy lists, right? Uh, no, it was, it was. I would say it was genuinely interesting. It was genuinely interesting. Yeah. Person's heart was in the right place, making the list. So respect to this particular author for putting this list together. But boys, we have a. We're at the forty-three minute mark. Do we want to end the episode now, or give our listeners a bonus list here, really quick? Nah, I say come back for part two. All right, everybody. Demetrius has made the call. We have, I want to give a little preview, like like I mentioned at the beginning, in the past we've gone through dumb articles, and we tried to pick a more serious one for this, but we have a couple really dumb articles, so look forward to an episode or two next week, maybe the week after, maybe in a couple weeks, we'll see, of some truly terrible articles. But until then, everybody, if you have any anime villains or any anime character who you think 
made a right decision that redeemed some maybe negative actions that they had done in the past comment below our posts at instagram at bebop banter uh again if you want some anime merch and you want to help support the show check out killthecrooks.com get some stuff from there use codes bebop15 at checkout to get 15 percent off of your order we thank you all for listening we thank you all for the support these are fun episodes for to do for us to do and hope you guys uh have fun doing them Speaking of fun times, uh, we are starting to collect anime stories. So if you guys have stories of anime that you were watching that, you know, just general inspired you, uh, you made a life change or something, you know, comedic in anime happened to you that happened to you in real life. Maybe you had that classic, you know, you saw a girl running down the road with toast in her mouth. Whatever you've seen. Yeah, I wish, dude. Or experienced in, in life. Or maybe, maybe you were watching anime. Maybe you were watching something like Keijo that had some <coughs> sus, spicy scenes and someone opened the door and saw what you were watching and judged you. We, uh, we're collecting some of those stories. So if you would like us to delve into those and read some of those to the Bebop Banter community, uh, you can send them to us at BacklogBebop at gmail.com or... If you're more comfortable on your phone, you can also DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, we won't say your and, name, uh, any we'll of that. that. It'll be private. It'll be private. But we're just looking mm-hmm. for some fun stories to, you know, to, you know, kind of share. Get the community, get the community going. Uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll share. Maybe we'll share some of our own. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, <"Ooh." laughs> Wes got some stories. Wes has got some stories. <laughs> with, with that being said, uh, again, thank you all for listening. Uh, my name was Wes. This was Demetrius and Saeed. And you guys know what to hit them with. To be continued. Bebop, don't stop. Peace. <laughs>